Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Greasy Bear Blues. I'm your host, the one P Shark with the guys. This your guy, Young Trail. If I ain't in the corner, you know, spotted up for three. I'm in the film room watching footage of Rip Hamilton trying to learn how to come off these curls and these screens. So <laughs> what's good, everybody? I like that. A lot of people don't give Rip Hamilton his his just due, by the way, at all. Uh, this is your boy Shitty coming off. I'm setting the screens for uh, Trevor to get open for these threes and getting the rebounds in case he misses, but he's usually 100% from that corner. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Tell here holding it down in the paint. You know what I'm saying? I guess I got to be both big today. So I'm going to be the, both with the Wallace brothers. I'm Rasheed and being defending and shooting. I'm doing it all. What it is. <laughs> yep. My Everybody. wife would appreciate that Pistons reference that we all yep. make. So, hey. <laughs> respect. Yo, at the time, I had Antonio McDice on the team, hey, too. Like, you got to get your wife happy. McDice had that work, man. Yeah, the wife, the McDice experiment didn't work. So. It did. I mean, he was a he's a beast. My fault. Go ahead. Cap. Yeah, he was one of my favorite players. Uh, but hey, we're missing uh the two guard today. My name is Skyler. Condolences to him and the wifey's family. That's what they're going through right now. But he'll be back next time. But gonna continue. First up, follow us on Twitter at starting five the number five mem. Follow Greasy Bear Blues at SBN Greasy's and listen to the other podcasts on the network Core Four Podcast, Three and D Podcast, and GBB Live. But back to this. First up, we going. It's off season. Grizzlies. What happened last week too? Man, last week. First of all, shout out to BC and John Moran, of course, for being named the on the first team All Rookie Team. Um, something hey, that they both definitely earned and should be applauded for. So the Grizz is looking really, really good. The, the future is really bright for us in that aspect. But I think we have to go ahead and give an award. You know what I'm saying? Give an award to the clown of the year so far out of everything in the sports world, that is. That that clown is Joe Cowley. If you're not familiar with Joe Cowley, he is the one voter who stopped John Moran from being a unanimous Ricky of the Year vote-getter. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Joe Cowley. He's he's in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So I can we can we can send out his Twitter name. If y'all hadn't added him, if y'all hadn't sent y'all messages yet to him, go ahead and do so because this is why the Star and Five and of course the Let's Be Real podcast were formed for people who actually know sports. Or in Savage's case, don't know sports, but we'll get to that later on. Uh let's go ahead and start my alien brother. How you feel about our grids, bro? Uh, well, I'm ecstatic. Again, uh, congratulations to uh, John Morant and Brandon <laughs> Clark for being named to the uh, first team all-rookie. Uh, of course, even though Josh should have been a unanimous rookie of the year, he was a unanimous selection for the all-rookie first team. So uh, congrats to him. Um, I'm actually I'm happy to see Brandon Clark get some sort of recognition, recognition because – the stats and how he played in his rookie season were just tremendous. And I am going to down this hill that he should have been the third finalist for rookie of the year outside of Zion Williams. And I get all the Zion hype and I get it, but Zion only played 19 games as opposed to almost a full sample size of what you got from Brandon Clark. And most of the stats that you can look at, or as far as the rookies, Brandon Clark is either top five or top ten. Um, so it was real, real nice for uh, Brandon Clark to finally get some recognition there. Sky's the limit, as I always say, for the Grizzlies. For Joe Cowley, man, I don't have much to say to the guy. Um, he pretty much said it himself. 
when with his explanation of his tweet. And I already traced it back because he says that Zion is a superstar talent because, you know, the bubble was restarted because of him and yada, yada, yada. I'm just like, okay, dude literally watched the one preseason game that was on ESPN with Zion when they played against the Bulls and just decided that this was the rookie of the year. So, again, congrats to John BC. Yeah, but my thing is, like, we have analysts and they, like, go in for, like, reading and writing and everything. But this the league, like, specifically sent out a memo saying this is before the bubble. So anything before the bubble is none is, is irrelevant at that point. And he was the one – he voted for, of course, Zion. So just to bring that away to the people, like, people that are supposed to have, make a living from reading and writing, not reading and writing. And it's up. Um, I I think that what I loved about the nominations was Brandon Clark, to your point, Trevor. Um, that's two solid um, all-rookie players that are in Memphis and, you know, are kind of locked down with Memphis for some time. And definitely, I don't want it very hard to be a trading piece, but I think it's something that we can definitely build around with John Moran and Triple J um, when he gets to know his position a little bit better. Um, definitely with us running that back. There's enough that could be said about this guy, Joe. Um, he's definitely not your average Joe. Um, he's definitely below that, if you want to ask me. Um, we knew, everyone knew that John Morant was the guy, right? Um, and should be not only just the rookie of the year unanimously, but also first team unanimously. So um, don't even want to speak about that guy. It doesn't even make sense. I have more important things to do. Um, I'm just excited about what Ja and this team can bring. Um, even just thinking about yesterday, I know it's kind of a little bit off subject, but yesterday I was talking to um, Brianna's brother who is in Cleveland and talking about how LeBron brought the All-Star game to Cleveland um, and he's no longer in Cleveland. I'm like, man, yeah, Memphis has not had an All-Star game yet. He's like, you know what? Y'all getting ready to have one soon enough. Uh, if John Moran and everyone else can keep it up, I said, I agree. Uh, but anyways, I look forward to a great and promising feature uh, for the Grizzlies, which is one of the youngest teams in the league. Um, so we have nowhere to go but up at this point. So congratulations to those two. Um, and I also agree with you, Trevor. Uh, BC definitely should have been top three in regards to everything. I'm a little biased when it comes to Kendrick Nunn. Um, but Zion Williamson gave you um, a day's worth of play uh, where the rest of them gave you at least a regular season. Yeah. Um, I agree with all points, especially what you just said about the uh, – I, I said that uh, Brandon Clark should have been over Zion. I know a lot of people with Tyler Heroes play, when we get to that later, are wondering why Kendrick Nunn was top three and number one rookie team. It's the regular season, people. Kendrick Nunn started at point guard the whole – pretty much the whole season until the bubble, which he caught COVID then had something with a family situation. So he really just never got right after the whole two months off. And Tyler Hero got hurt and missed like 15 games at one point in the record season. And he was coming out the bench. So that's why he's on the first team all rookie. And he was number two in, in rookie year voting. Playoffs, different story. We all knew Tyler Hero was better than him, but we get to that. Shout out to Ja and Brandon Clark. Uh, like I said, I mean, I, there was no way they couldn't put Brandon Clark on the number one team, in my opinion. I don't know who just looking at the second team, I don't know who could have replaced them. So, I mean, they had no choice, uh, in my opinion. They found a way not to put them on second team, then we would have known something was up. Yeah. But, yeah, shout out to the Grizzly players. Um, as for Joe Cowley, yeah, that's how you pronounce the name, Mr. Joe Cowley, man. Let me share this tweet he put after Job Moran won the explanation from the man. 
<laughs> John's a transcendent player, no argument in it. But the rookie of the year should go to the most impactful. The NBA built the TV schedule, like I think Trevor said at this point, with <laughs> TV schedule around Zion and expanded above with Zion. It's 24 games where it must see TV. I take that 24 and change PER and stand on that side of history. Shout out to John. <laughs> but. I, I challenged Mr. Callie to to really answer this question. Like, how many Grizzlies games have you watched? And not just outside of when they played the Chicago Bulls. Like, how many Memphis Grizzlies games have you watched? Like, that's my own question. If it's less than five, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you barely watch uh, about five or six um, Zion Williamson games anyway. Uh, because he, he wasn't on the court uh, or was coming off um, a 40-piece uh, McNugget and fries um, looking terrible. Um, but also I, I also to play devil's advocate, thank you, Joe, for this tweet. And thank you for this um, for inspiring Ja to take it to another level because he's definitely going to now thanks to this. Mm-hmm. And Josh, I really looted it. <laughs> when, I, when I first read this tweet, when I first when I first read this tweet, one thing I kept saying was like, "Yo, dude is not campaigning for Zion to be a rookie of the year. He's actually campaigning for Zion to be MVP." So, you know, what I'm saying next year, LeBron's biggest opponent would be Zion Williamson for MVP. He, this is pretty much what he's saying. Like, it should have been this should have been Zion this year instead. That's all I got out of this. <laughs> this is all I got out of this. Yeah, man. I don't know. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> Say they so good. Yeah, keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Before we, go, before we move on to around the league, the NBA draft got pushed back to sometime in November, am I correct? Um, so we will postpone breaking down draft prospects for the second round pick till sometime in October as we get closer to the draft. But first up, let's get to around the league. Conference finals update, Sheedy. Yeah, um, thank you so much. So the conference finals, we're down to um, we have game five that just happened between the Heat and the Celtics um, with the Heat up 3-2. And we have the Lakers that are up 3-1 that are playing tonight, Saturday. Um, But a a possibility that AD may not play, may not play, may or may not play. Uh, We all know AD is going to go, though. Um, I don't see him not going. But anyways, uh, I want to get you guys' perspective in regards to the – conference final. So I'm going to start with you, Sharky, and then I'm going to go to Took, and then Trevor, I want you to close us out. But Sharky, I want you to think of it this way. What has been your biggest like thing you're looking forward to in the Eastern Conference Finals? Because I know you cheer for the Heat. Great, great man. Um, but also, what's been like a most disappointing thing for you in the Eastern Conference Finals? And then, Took, I want you to do the same thing because I know you've been cheering for these, these Denver Nuggets somehow. Um, and then your take on the Western Conference, and then Give your conspiracy theories when you're ready, Trevor. <laughs> All, right. All right. So since I'm kicking it off, man, uh, things look forward to. Well, apparently the series is still going on because the Heat didn't want to close it out last night for whatever reason. So we have game six tomorrow. I'm looking forward to the Heat finishing them off at six, or I'm going to give them the same treatment I gave the Clippers. I'm going to give that same gif from uh, Men's to Society. <laughs> I was driven on Miami Heat sheet. I'm sorry I had to do it to him, but we, we – let this go to seven. Um, yeah. 
we got to, we better finish you off at six. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, what I need, what I'm disappointed in the most, and I'm gonna be biased more. I mean, of course, the Celtics not finishing games is disappointing, but I'm going for the Heat. So my disappointment, my favorite player, which is the reason I'm going for the Heat, and Jimmy Butler. That's what I'm disappointed in. I look at the stat line last night. Sometime in the fourth quarter, he only took eleven shots and had seven. I think he ended with seventeen points. And bam, he only had thirteen. If y'all want to close this team out, Jason Tatum went off thirty-one. Jaden Brown went off twenty-eight. I need both of y'all. I need both of y'all to take shots. I'm sorry, y'all two best players. Everybody else struggling yesterday. They went. We shot like six for thirty something for three yesterday. Like y'all two best players. I need y'all to try and score. Yeah, both of them had eight assists and eight rebounds apiece. That's good and all, but. If y'all want to eliminate and actually close after series, I need Jimmy and Bam to be quote unquote star players, all star players that they're supposed to be. Jimmy probably has the opportunity to extend the superstar. Like nobody considering a superstar. This is his opportunity. Trevor goes, but two, uh, what has been disappointing for you in these Western Conference Finals and what has been a great thing for you um, with the Western Conference Finals, whether it's for your Denver McNuggets or the Los Angeles Leakers. <laughs> so first things first, definitely heat and six. Can't wait to see that happen. Uh, secondly, um, what I'm seeing from the Lakers and Nuggets is even though the outcomes have been, I guess, more disappointing me, for me because I did pick the Nuggets to win the championship before the end of the season, I can't be mad at the play that I'm seeing. Like, both teams are playing outstanding basketball, and the Lakers is just showing, like, they're they're the team that could really, really, really win the championship. You know, the way that they uh, play together, their chemistry that they got going, you can tell that they actually like playing with each other. You know, playoff Rondo is coming off the bench and doing his thing and leading their second team, and of course, and, and you know, Sometimes the starting five at the end of the games. So salute to him. But one thing I'm saying from the Nuggets is the resiliency. You got Jamal Murray doing his thing, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for him. I just hope he doesn't end up being like a Mike Conley Jr. in the aspect of not being selected for an all-star because you know how hard it is to be selected as a guard in the Western Conference. So I hope that doesn't play an issue in next year, but I believe it will. And we can get to that, of course, next season. Of course, we got Jokic, who I call Larry Bird, you know, 2.0. We like to call Dunches it, but Dunches and Larry Bird, their height differences and play style are kind of different. Luka Dunches is the first Luka Dunches. And what I'm seeing is from, from, you know, Jokic is Larry Bird 2.0. Like, he's doing his thing. He's doing literally the exact same thing. So when you got those two for the future and Junior coming up doing his thing, the Nuggets are, are definitely a good team. But as far as my seven-game prediction, you know what I'm saying, I'm not sure if I'll get that. Anthony Davis may not be coming to play. Uh, I guess we'll get word from that later on. But, you know, I, I, I can see Denver winning at least one more game, and I'm going to cross my fingers to that. Yes, uh, pray on it because uh, you definitely had the Nuggets in what? Seven or six, one of the two. So you definitely need a, a Nuggets victory tonight. Uh, I think I might pull. <laughs> I, mean, I, think I, might pull I, I Nuggets in seven. I, I, I mean, I mean, they got them what they want. Them. And you three one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they like to play from behind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that too, and like also. Also, like two, it, it could have easily been two and two if if, if Anthony Davis didn't have a Gohan Goku moment with Kobe. No, like easily, it could have been two. two so like, I can't no, be disappointed no, only if, at the outcome and the numbers three one. Makes it plumby. It makes it plumby played. I was makes it plumby in the game. It's neither here nor there. You know, he, <laughs> <laughs> you you never. Why would you even think about hey, it, coming it, off of him? In the words of in, in the words of Savage, who guarding AD? <laughs> Jeremy Grant up. I mean, that was just they bonked the devil. 
Like he like baseball literally ran into a screen that was not being set, which foolishness. Um, Trevor, any like rebuttals that you have in regards to what these gentlemen hey, so far? You got you you got to hit the shot though. You got to hit the shot, and that you got to hit the shot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't really have much rebuttals to uh, what's going on. Um, I did pick the Heat to win this in six, uh, so I do expect them to take care of business in game six when that comes. Um, I also have the Lakers in six, so everything is going, like, just write the plan as I I picked it. Um, But just to go ahead and jump into the quote-unquote conspiracy theories, um, I do believe the Denver Nuggets will win tonight. And I do believe it will be because, once again, it'll be a free throw disparity in which it will favor the Nuggets. Um, for those that don't know, um, I think it was game, I want to say game three, two or three, I can't remember. Uh, Denver won the free throw battle. I can't remember exactly what the um, the margin was between them and the Lakers. Um, and then right after the game, of course, the Lakers did file, officially file a complaint to uh, NBA referees about LeBron James not receiving enough free throws. Uh, since then, uh, the Lakers have won games three and four. And now the Nuggets have done the exact same thing in fly, filing the complaint as far as lack of foul calls and lack of free throws on their end. Now, I guess Coach Michael Law has come out and said they're rebounding as opposed to the disparity with the free throws has been the reason that the Nuggets now find themselves down 3-1. But I do think that just for the sake of drama, sports drama, I think Denver wins tonight. Everyone riles up. It's like, uh-oh, here comes Denver again trying to come back down from 3-1. And he's possibly looking to do it again against LeBron James. And then in typical LeBron fashion, we probably get that LeBron-type game where he just dominates a game six and eventually closes it out, and they go to the finals. Um, in the East, I uh, really don't know if there's any conspiracy theory in the East. Maybe them starting to call more tiki tat fouls on Jason Tatum for Jason Tatum because I that really just got me to what turned the game off, uh, especially in that third quarter. Taking nothing away from Jason Tatum because he had a hell of a third quarter. I think he had 17 in that quarter, but every time I looked up, I'm like, Ah, Jason Taylor's going to the line again. Like they just call it a lot of fouls that normally refs will swallow their whistle for that they've done in the playoffs. Now they are starting to go uh, against Miami. Um, so the only way Boston would get back in that series is if that continues, and I don't think that'll continue tonight. So. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll touch upon like each conference as well. Um, to me, my, my biggest issue as a Heat fan um, that I have is Eric Spoelstra's coaching um, in the second and third quarters. Um, the reason I say that is because he's manipulated a lineup that we've never played with. Um, we don't go five small. We don't put Solomon Hill and, and Andre Godagua in. And we take Bam out and O'Kelly Olenek. We don't do that. And so Spoelstra is playing checkers with a man who's playing chess right now. And he's making Eric Spolstra line up with him instead of Bam is athletic enough to guard, uh, to me, uh, Jalen Brown, at least, or Jason Tatum. He can guard 
different players. He was on a defensive all defensive team, but second team, I believe. Um, and yep. so you had you have faith in him to take care of business when it's time to take care of business. And I think we'll if once we make that change and a little less Solomon Hill, um, I think we'll be much better. The Celtics are a great team. They proved it and continue to prove it with their outstanding young men. Uh, with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown continues to attack the rim. And that's what they're going to need if they want to see this game, this series go seven. I agree with you, Sharky. If this game, if they win game six, I believe the Celtics actually do win game seven as well, um, just because of how much they have um, talent-wise. If it's not going to be Jason uh, Jason Tatum, it might be Gordon Hayward, it might be Kimba Walker, right? Um, and we don't really have that. We had Tyler Hero go off for 30-plus, but next game, you know, not as much. And he's 20 years old, though, as well. Um, when I stretch it out to the West, um, AD is the reason why the Lakers will make it to the Eastern Conference final. I mean, to the finals themselves. Um, but the, I'm still going to go on coaching as well. Um, coaching from the Lakers. They have three coaches. That's the problem. Um, and you're like, three coaches? She doesn't make sense. They have three. Three coaches, LeBron, Rondo, and Jason Kidd. I didn't name Frank Vogel. <laughs> um, I didn't name uh, Ah, nice. So, like, they all everything that's happening on the floor is because of LeBron, <laughs> of, of Jason, Jason Kidd, and, and Rajon Rondo, like telling them, you know, what to do and how to do it, and where they're kind of feeding into feeding to Frank Frank Vogel what to do. Um, but it's going to be on him. But y'all remember we just fired? They just fired Jason Kidd as well from the Bucks for what? For not like developing Giannis, right? Who now is a two-time MVP or or did they fire him because the Bucks weren't good enough to make it to the finals, but they've had the best record back to back years and still anyways, I, I digress about Jason Kidd um being a great coach. Um and Frank Vogel not ex- being accepted of this role. Um, but he might he will get out coached by Mike Malone again, at least one game, if not two. Um, but I don't see that series going past six, honestly. Um, and if it goes past six, I still believe LeBron will put on this this LeBron that he does, even uh-huh. if it's without AD, even if he plays game five or game seven without AD, I still believe LeBron has enough in him to beat the Nuggets. I don't believe everyone else's MVP has enough to beat any team without, you know, Chris Middleton. Sorry. We, we Chris Middleton too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Middleton too. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the Nuggets. Yeah, I agree with you on if the Nuggets do. In this case, they do take it to seven, which I mean, it won't be a shock. I mean, I'll be honest, the Lakers don't have a death shooting. I mean, the Lakers literally won the last game at the free throw line because the fourth quarter, one nobody did anything. They just kept going to the free throw line. Denver wasn't. So yeah, Denver carrying the seven is not a shock, but it, it wouldn't shock me. But like I said, LeBron in Game Seven versus. The Clippers team that was dead and uh, Utah Jazz team, yeah, that's that's a whole different story. I, I think we get that in Game Six. Yeah. I don't even think it gets to Game Six. Like if Denver wins tonight, LeBron's like, okay, this 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 is enough's enough. This is yeah. not past Game Six. Man, I picked I picked the Lakers at six too, so that'd yes. be right along my alley. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron turns it on, and and can I also say one more thing? I don't want any more mention of the of the Los Angeles Clippers at all. Um, they are an abomination to the league, to the Western Conference. Um, and let's just be honest and let's call a spade a spade. If KP was not hurt and got ejected from game one, I believe the Mavericks win game abomination. one. Abomination? That's a strong word. Abomination. 
I'm sorry if you wet the bed like they did in this series, especially with all the hype that they had going into this season. <laughs> abomination is definitely a nice little turn. I don't even kind. think abomination is strong enough at this point. Right. That's me kind. As much cash as Paul George was talking. And Why couldn't it have been they just lost to a better team? Oh, they no, no, no. They, oh, they lost to a better team. Yes, yeah. I would give them that. But with all the hype that they had going into this season and <laughs> Championship robust, and if KP's not hurt, this team of the Clippers, I don't believe, makes out the first round, and they are the second seed. That that's they, they, had, they had issues with Luca all series. So yeah, if KP is is available for the entire series. This is a whole different story. Yeah. And so with that said, I'm on no more mention of the Clippers. I don't even know who they are anymore. <laughs> they don't exist. And next year, next year, Los Angeles Clippers, if y'all don't get together, y'all are in more trouble. Because the West is only getting better. I've officially sold all of my Paul George stock. The little Paul George stock I had left is I've sold it. I'm sorry. Peace. So, <laughs> yeah, got some Grizzlies coming next year, and you got Golden State back. But and you got the Warriors coming. I'm telling you, man, it's it ain't gonna get any easier out west. And Tuki got the last one. You know, you know, play something. Play something back on the court, baby. Wow. Yeah, he did. Oh. Well, see, nah, man, y'all, y'all, y'all did your thing today. Y'all hit everything on the, on the head. Hey, man, I'm, I'm just ready. All right, yeah, all right. But if Clay Thompson coming back means Jamal Murray's not getting that, that all star vote, by the way. I know, he's not. <laughs> he, I don't think he was, uh, be real. I don't think he was getting it anyway. It's, it's just too many. It's too many, too many good guards out west. It's too many, and it's, uh, it's how he's going. He's a, he's a playoff performer. It's, yeah, it's too many good guards, but we see how, how impactful he is, too. But. Yeah, but yeah. it goes back to the playoff. Like, there are some players who are regular season players, like James Harden and mm-hmm. Paul George, who make the All-Star team and get to the playoffs and choke. There are players like Jamal Murray, who kind of coast to the regular season and get to the playoffs and turn up like he did this year. <laughs> and he played – and I said this last year, he outplayed Damian Lillard in that series against Portland. Portland won a series because CJ McCullough. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. So. Yeah. We forget about what they did last year. Exactly. And Jamal Murray was averaging better points per game last year I, 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 than regular season as well, like he's doing this season. I'm sorry. Go ahead, too. Oh, but Jamal Murray is going to be an awesome next year. Boogie. Okay. You know, John Morant coming here, too. Yeah. Well, if, if, if this, um, you know, you know, this, coming. this rumor, if this rumor trade that there's that they're talking about pulling off is, is true, then that's a possibility. So, mm-hmm. uh, Philly's talking about bringing in Dan Tony as a coach and possibly looking to try to get James Harden. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Speaking of trades, Trevor, let's go to our trash talk segment. I got something very good for y'all. Shout out to Sean Coleman and uh, Grizzly Bear Blues writer, man. We posted this in the uh, our little Slack app this week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Got on the in the Grizz Facebook group, man. You know, our, our friend uh Anthony Sane, Mr. Anthony Sane for all Grizzlies. He always posts stuff on Twitter from this Grizzlies group, and we've seen saying the most ridiculous things in this group. So this guy, Mr. Uh, I'm not gonna say his name. He pat he's he goes who he says, I patterned a lineup from the 2015 to 2014 to 2015 Warriors. It's not a super team like the 2016 to 2019 Warriors, but it won a championship. Here's the lineup of the Grizzlies of the Grizzlies version that can win a championship next year. Keep in mind, I'm about to name these players. The Grizzlies got that much in cap room. Let me go ahead, 
knock it out right now. <laughs> Obviously. But he compared John Morant with Steph Curry, Jaron Jackson to Draymond Green, with <laughs> Joe Harris to Clay Thompson, which may be possible to get Joe Harris, Jonas Valachunas to Andrew Bogut, Brandon Clark to Harrison Barnes, Dylan Brooks to Andre Iguodala, Jordan Clarkson to Sean Livingston, Tristan Thompson, like I said, where are we getting all this money from to get these free agents? <laughs> to Fisk uh, Zili, Justice Winslow, Justice Winslow, Leandro Barbosa, we'll get to it. Right. <laughs> Gorgie just James. Finish, just finish it up because I have a lot. I have a lot. Gorgie James to Warrior Space. You know, Gorgie James, we got to trade him to get Cal Space because he's getting paid the most on the team at this current moment. Yeah. Uh, Montrez Harris up for a big payday. He said he's a quicker and better David Lee. And Alec Burks, a way better Brandon Rush. This would be an excellent defensive and balanced Grizzlies team that can definitely win a championship next season. Uh, Trevor, you go. I don't even know where to start. Um, first of all, I wouldn't, I know we're socially distancing, but I wouldn't touch Tristan Thompson with a 10 foot pole. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna lie. It's Unless Jaron Jackson can build a rebound, I don't want to match Tristan Thompson because I know he's going to grab some boys. <laughs> I agree with that. Hey, I'll give you nothing else. That's, I, that's all we need. Jaron Jackson will give you. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm going to assume that Jaron's going to improve his rebound. So, <laughs> so when that happens, I'm not trusting Tip Tristan Thompson. Um, Alec Burks and Jordan Clarkson basically play the same way. Those are the type of guys that give you instant offense off the bench. And you pretty much handicap them if you force them to run the offense with the second unit. Like, those are the type of guys that you just need to just, when they come off the bench, just tell them, okay, go make something happen. Go, you know, fill the score score sheet up or whatever. Um, Justice Winslow to Leandro Barbosa? Really? Like, do you know that Leandro Barbosa was, like, the uh, aforementioned Alec Burks and Jordan Clarkson, like, instant offense off the bench? So, yeah, the Brazilian blur. Like, he got that nickname for a reason. Um, so that's – I'm throwing that out the window. We just said Montrezl Harris is due for a big payday this offseason. So, I don't know. Unless we dealing Gorgie and JV, that's nothing. That's not going anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> um, let me see. Joe Harris is a possibility, but I still think he's going to be just a tad bit expensive. Like, just a list a tad bit out of our price range. Like, I think he's going to command 10. I don't know exact, the exact numbers for Memphis, but uh, if I can get him for eight or just a little less than eight per year, I'm good. Uh, so that's a possibility, but I still don't see that happening. Um, and, oh, yeah. I didn't name, like, the order, right? I just went down in the order. But this, this person has Montrez Harris, the 11th man, may I add. As the eleven man, and I'm he just want, he just want I honestly year. will play. I will play Montrez before I play Tristan Thompson. Honestly. He just wants six man of the year. Yeah, like come on, put some res- <laughs> I, I I know we we're not talking about them anymore, but he did win six man of the year, and he does you know come to play. So put some kind of respect on Montrez here, man. Jeez, oh man, uh, my career the the Eagle Dollar Eagle Dollar. I can see it. Um. Unless Brent, unless BC is gonna be in the corner missing missing jumpers like Harrison Barnes did in 2016, <laughs> <laughs> I think that Brandon Clark to be much better. Uh, yeah. 
That's all I got, man. That's, that's, that's really all I got. Shady. <laughs> um, I, I you can you can go and you can go to number one and kind of stop. Um, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. as, much, as much as I love John Moran, John Moran is not Steph Curry. No. Um, and so you know you have that one. I'm trying to talk the ones that you didn't really hype on too much. Um, first of all, I want to go down to number ten. Maurice Spates. Maurice Spates has a had a great offensive repertoire um, down there. Like he wasn't he wasn't the one that was shooting the three, but in come to mid range on in, he was dynamite. Um, and even David Lee during that time was dynamite down there as well. Um, and your comparison to Justin Winslow and Leonardo Barbosa. First of all, I just need to see Winslow on, on the court for a season, um, first and foremost, um, before we continue to compare him. And I've been with him since Miami, um, and so that's nothing new. Um, and I don't know, again, to the point about cap money, how are we going to get Jordan Clarkson in? Um, and he he's our, he's our Sean Livingston. I think Jordan Clarkson had a really great playoff run um, in the bubble. Um, not great, but enough that he's going to command a little bit more um, for his stock. And so I don't I don't believe we have that money to sign him either. Um, so that leaves us well, I think maybe seven players that may actually make this list. Montez Harrell for sure is not going to come to us. Uh, Joe Harris, only if we have, I believe it's 12 million. I think we're north of 10, um, at 12 million a season at least. If you're going to pay Bill and Brooks 11 million, Joe Harris is going to at least command, I believe, around 12 to 13. Um, and then I, I actually... I, Tristan Thompson. Maybe it's because I'm from Ohio and I've seen the dismay of Tristan Thompson and not showing up or even shooting at his own goal after he got his own week. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely not sold on his offensive repertoire. Um, now you can rebound the ball. He'll, he'll get you the ball. Um, yeah. but I'm not paying him. I think the Cavs, that last contract was like four or five years, so like 80 uh, million. That's right, $80 million. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go back to my statement. I don't like Tristan Thompson at all. I've never liked him. But with Jaron Jackson, I think him with Jaron Jackson, his rebounding makes up for Jaron Jackson's non-rebounding. Like that makes sense. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. But I was like, yeah, I'm assuming I don't want to pay him. Really. Yeah, I'm assuming that Jaron is going to improve rebound. That's that's yeah. Okay, me. I am too. I am too. I mean, I, I, we don't believe when this. when he in the game against Philly when he just got a rebound and went up the court by himself and then just chucked the three and it hit the side of the backboard from the top of the key, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so, I'm done. So after reading this list, um, of course, shout, shout out to him for recognizing the Warriors' greatness. Um, but number two is once I saw this, this looked like something that he played 2K on and cut the cap space off. <laughs> and you know how you able to trade every player for every player without yep, exactly. of, like, consequences. I believe my guy, what's his name? Ariel. Ariel. I believe Ariel had, had his way with 2K and this one. But I do give him a shout out to this roster because with this roster right here, honestly, I could win the NBA championship with like his good death, good everything. John Moran still able to be his scoring self and you do replace, you know, you do help Jaron Jackson out as far as rebounding goes. But the comparison players, nah, bro. <laughs> nah. If you want current players that represent like these past Warriors players, all you got to do is DM me, bro. So if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, let me help you out with this. But 
you got Leandro Barbosa and Justin okay. Winslow. We already talked about him. But come on, dude. Like, speed. Like, this is like 99 versus 84. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Alex Burke, who I actually. That's being nice. You know, that's being nice. He he actually got one right, right with the Alec Burke brand. He did. Like yeah. Alec Burke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was a really good player. Um, Tristan Thompson, Festus Lee, all you doing is getting boards. Um, Shitty, you yeah. said what you said about him, and I'm with you on that one, but he will get a rebound or two. Joe Harris, Clay Thompson, I guess that shooter that'll just shoot everything he touches, which I guess. Yeah, I guess. He's a great value. I, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as far as John Morant, Steph Curry, of course, you do have to have that leader, that point guard, which, of course, John Morant's not Steph Curry, but I can also say Steph Curry's not John Morant either, but that's another topic for another day. Then what killed me was a Dylan Brooks Iguodala. You think that was a good comparison? Hell no. What Iguodala was for that Warriors team was arguably one of the better playmakers on that team for Steph Curry and and and, and, and Clay. Dylan Brooks ain't no playmaker. His A button broke. <laughs> no, he had he no. has the name my career for a reason. If anything, I'm comparing him to Clay Thompson, who's just gonna shoot Hello. everything and play defense than anything. Like, come on, dude. Nah, you, you do you watch the Grizz? Is it? I respect the team that you built. I respect you bringing forth and bringing attention to the Warriors down in two. I actually like playing with this team on 2K. But this is a, I get it. Team Warriors. Yeah, I did. I, I did. That was, that was, that was, play with the sixteen Warriors because that was a. Bunch I like I like I like playing with Sean Livingston. What I used to do was put Sean Livingston at point guard, so it'd be a mismatch for uh for defenders, and then put Steph Curry at shooting guard. Like again, that's something I always like doing. Again, the sixteen Warriors. I, I we we know what happened eventually with them. I mean, I, you, you got to start from somewhere. I like playing with them. I wasn't. I wasn't on the bandwagon <laughs> like I was, but I like playing with them. You know, okay. I got. I went on a bandwagon too. You know what I'm saying? The, okay. What happened? What happened? Okay, now I just, like I, it, okay. I was I like you're talking about two K fifteen playing. Yeah. with just I get it. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like currently. Like, oh no, no 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 okay. no no. All right, no, no. all right. Just make sure. I try to can do it. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. <laughs> let me let me finish off this list. You know, <laughs> you know they call more space, more buckets, right? When has Gorgie Jane got buckets? You know. <laughs> I, th- I think what he meant by that was that versatile big. I th- that's the only save I can give him is the versatile big. Once again, together, oh no! Again, most space got the nickname Mo Buckets because he could stretch the floor. Like bro was a bucket when he got on the floor. So I mean, can stretch the floor I too. Man, man. This Gorgie, but I, I, I don't even I don't think Gorgie has a twenty point game in his career. Right now. <laughs> that's Not no man. disrespect to him at all. All right. And back to these comparisons, Jordan Clarkson and Sean Livingston, he couldn't compare two of the more opposite players of this whole list. That's, that's <laughs> good, good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> good point. That complete opposite. Sean Livingston was a leader off, off the bench, and Jordan Clarkson is, I guess, somewhat of a bucket getter. A better person for that, if you're going to use the Sean Livingston thing, would have been Tyus Jones. Thank you. And he ain't nowhere to be found on that list. Exactly. I, I was like, if you were going to use Sean Livingston and have a, a Grizzly as a comparison, as far as being that floor general off the bench, Tyus Jones would have been a better. Or since, I mean, since the cap space off Lonzo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I mean come on, bro. Come on. Like he <laughs> no, bro, Chris Paul oh, the cap space is off. <laughs> yeah, this man. I, <laughs> 
Keith Leary kept the two highest salary players on the team. <laughs> got real lower salary players and replaced them with high salary players. And, high salary. <laughs> and we already don't have like eight sent me on the cap space as he. Yeah, we're not gonna have no cap space in 2021, man. Like, you got a free agents. So it ain't like you could trade Tyus Jones. You can't trade Tyus Jones to Grayson Allen for these players. All of them are free agents. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I had him reconstructure that contract. Decided to try eat. <laughs> oh, dang, exactly. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that was funny though, man. Gris, man Gris, Gris, Facebook, man. Shout out to it. <laughs> I gotta get more involved in that one, bro. Cause yeah, I like the, uh, yeah. but, uh, the execution was terrible. I I only comments. I just look, man, and some of the stuff the people be posting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey. They, they, they're consistent, man. They're persistent and consistent. I will give them that. They are consistent. <laughs> Inconsistency is key. What we always talk yep. about that's real. So. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Before we end off, uh, Sheeta, you had any last thoughts? Mm-hmm. We ain't had you talk in a while. Oh, no, yeah, you're fine. Uh, no, that just – they were definitely bored with that whole thing uh, that he put together. Um, I don't really have too many more words about that, along with these um, irregular trades that are coming about as well. Like, oh, let's see if this 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 trade works out. Listen, life ain't a video game, um, and so it ain't going to work. Um, you just got to play with what you got. Um, but definitely, I, to your point, like, there's no respect for Tyus Jones on that list, right? right? Um, and Tyus Jones is one of the reasons, to me – why we couldn't get to the eighth seed and get into the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, why we struggled in the bubble because he's such a floor general, to your point, too, coming off the bench and a person that we look to to score and facilitate. So he's disrespecting the Grizzlies, if you ask me, for that. Right. And then you didn't put in Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen was huge, huge for us in the bubble. And that's, that's, the guy, that's the guy, If again, going back to the list – and comparing it to the 15 Warriors, Leandro Barbosa was against an offense off the bench. Grayson Allen, like. He could have kept the current Grizzlies players in Cali. You literally could have just kept the current Grizzlies roster and, and did a better job. And that's what he should have done. Um, <laughs> but he did. My fault, too. I thought you put your hand yeah, up. I too. Yeah. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. I may be wrong, but wasn't Ian Clark on that team or did was that the 16 Warriors? Ian Clark? Yeah. He was on 15. Yeah, he was on there. So, Ty Jones, Ian Clark. Like, come on, dude. Ask for help when you need it. As a society, <laughs> you have to ask for help when you need it. Oh, and there's no Ty Jones slander for me, but you disrespecting Memphis because you ain't Ian Clark from Memphis as well. Right. Come yeah. on, dog. Come on, man. You're missing it. F for execution. I gave him a C minus. Now you get an F. <laughs> Golly. All right, man. Well, end out the show, man. Remember, man, Starting Five Podcast. You follow us on Twitter at Starting Five, the number five, M E M. Remember, I'm the One P Shark. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, get more sports takes. Uh, I'm on Twitter at The Art of Trevor. Uh, first letter of each word is capitalized, except of, because it is a preposition. Yes, and prepositionally speaking, it's it's really cheap. <laughs> nothing, nothing too big about that one. Yeah. Yep, yep. The center holding it down like the Joker. Speak, speaking of the Joker, God is playing a joke on me because like my Wi Fi is working perfectly now. I see. So, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> our five podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Till next time, peace. <laughs> <laughs>